y'all. Welcome to the Creative Cast. I am your host, Tammy Munson. Happy Friday, y'all. Seriously. I don't know what it was about this week, but it felt like it took forever to get here. What a week it was. So hopefully it was a better week for you. But I just wanted to take a moment really quick before we get into the bulk of today's episode and say thank you so, so much for all the new listeners and followers. So it means the world to me that you're absolutely loving this podcast. And honestly, I love doing it. So today, I'm really excited about this topic because this is a question I get a lot of times. Once we've launched someone's podcast and they're doing it for a little while and they're not seeing the growth that they want to and they're like, okay, so how can I grow my podcast? What can I do now? And a lot of times we'll start talking about marketing and they think, oh, I need to do Facebook ads or Instagram ads or all these other things. And honestly, my number one answer to this question is always you need to be a guest on other people's podcasts. So you may be thinking, why? And the the answer is really simple because the easiest people to convert to listening to a new podcast are people who are already listening to podcasts. And by going on someone else's show, you're showcasing your expertise and you're getting exposure to an entirely new audience. So how do you pitch yourself as a podcast guest in a way that makes someone think, yes, I must have this person on my show. Let's get them booked right now. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to be showing you how to do today. So the first step is what podcast do you want to be on? So usually I start off with either a top 50 or a top 100 list of all the podcasts that I would like to be on, the ones I maybe I currently listen to that I know that I would be a good guest for that show, as well as other shows that that their audience meets my target market for what I'm trying to do, for the listenership that I'm trying to grow. Now, of course, that involves some research. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever your favorite player is, do a search for keywords that are going to identify your target market. So if you haven't already done that, you need to go and do that. So once you figure out who you want to be on, on their show, I want you to do your research with this. Go and listen to their podcast. This is the most important part of any podcast pitch. Because if you're going to send someone an email with an amazing idea that fits perfectly into their show, you have to know what their show is about. So spend some quality time listening and researching their show. What type of guests do they have? What kind of content do they deliver? Would you be a good fit for their show? Now, this isn't something that you can do in about five minutes because you need to understand their audience and their content. So you've got to listen to at least a few episodes of their show. Now, once you have a clear, concise understanding of what type of content works for them, you're much more likely to come up with that perfect pitch that will make sense for their show. And if you get it right, it's going to be an absolute no-brainer for them to go, yes, absolutely, let's book them. Because as a podcaster, you know that the content beast is always hungry. And someone just turning up in their inbox with an idea that feels tailor-made for their audience is one less thing 
that they have to think about. Now, so you've done your research, you've come up with your pitch for it, and the one thing I want to say. Don't come up with one pitch and send it off to every single one. You want to make your pitch compelling and tailor it to that show. When you're writing your pitch, you want the reader to feel like your personality is just jumping off the page. So don't make the mistake of sending a boring press release or something that reads like a formal essay or something out of a manual. You want to tailor it to that specific podcast. Pit, so if you're pitching yourself as an interview guest and you want to come across as someone who would be great to have a conversation with, make sure that you're using language that's conversational, engaging, and fun. Also, keep it short because nobody, nobody has time to read a nine-page email all about how you would be a great guest and you list the 45 reasons of <laughs> of why. Nobody wants to read that. If I got that, I would not read it, and it would be in the trash very, very quickly. The main thing I want you to remember is by the end of that opening paragraph, the reader should be super clear on your idea, the value that you are going to bring, and why your pitch is perfect for their show. I have to share this because I, I absolutely love it, and it was one of my favorite things ever. So one of my favorite pitches that I ever read. So for those of you that don't know me, I love all things Marvel. And of course, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. If you've seen my Instagram, you know about my love for Baby Yoda. Or if you've ever seen a live stream, you know I've got Baby Yoda hanging out behind me. Along with some members of the Guardians of the Galaxies and the Avengers. So I'm absolutely crazy about Marvel. I've seen all the movies, etc, etc. So one of my favorite pitches ever was one that talked about my love for all things Marvel. It even included a reference from Guardians of the Galaxies and having 12% of a plan. Now, if you've ever seen the movie, you know that line. It's it's in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like absolutely hooked. I was like, we have got to get this person on the show because it told me that they were fun. They were willing to be silly. They were putting themselves out there. They did research, and I absolutely love that about them. So make sure that you're tailoring it to them. Listen to the podcast, and if you hear something on, on one of their shows, put that in your pitch. So if you hear something on, let's say, episode 47 that talks about a story that they're sharing about their child having a conversation with Jesus or whatever it may be, and you're like, wow, that's really cool. Put that in your pitch. Absolutely. Go on Instagram. See what they like to do. If they just came back from a vacation to Hawaii for 10 days, I hope you had a wonderful time in Hawaii. I saw on your Instagram that, that you went on this trip with your family. I hope you had a wonderful time. I know you're busy, but I've got a really great idea for you. Boom. Now, when you pitch your idea, make sure you put it in that very first email. I get these types of emails quite often, that says, hey, Tam, I have a really great idea for you. Let me know if you want to hear it. Okay, what is it? I don't, so please don't do that. I beg you. <laughs> One might think that it's the polite way to do it and, you know, you don't want to bother people. But basically, you've just asked me or the person that you're sending the email to that you're trying to get them to do something for you to chase an idea 
that I didn't even ask for. With the amount of email that most people get, they don't have time for that. You might as well get to the point, short, simple, and to the point. Because if you've listened to their show, you've already thought a lot about how you can provide that value. And you want to pack that punch in your very first email. So like I said, keep it simple, to the point, and make it very specific to their show, their audience, something that you've noticed or identified about them or their show. Now, the other thing I want you to think about is who you're approaching. Now, don't just pick the big, big shows because you want to get in front of as many people as possible because that's not always the most effective strategy. It can be a good strategy and it can be effective, but for most people, it's really, really not. Because some of the smaller podcasts have a much more extremely engaged audience with dedicated fans, sometimes even rabid fans, that are a much better place for you to promote yourself. So don't discount those small shows. Smaller podcasters are often a much easier sell and they're more open to having people in a similar position on their show. They don't fear competition. And the other thing, and I mentioned this on a previous show, that some of the bigger shows are now moving to more of a pay-to-play type model. Some of the Joe Rogans and some of the really big shows are they are not accepting everybody. And they get so many requests for guests that they're almost like, oh, if you'd like to be on the show, it'll cost you this much. And the other really cool thing is when you work with a smaller podcaster, you might even be able to return the favor by having them on your show, which would be great for your audience and great for you as well, because who doesn't want to make a new podcasting BFF? I do. Now, of course, these tips can also work for getting a guest on your show, because there are endless amounts of people wanting to promote their book, online courses, services are trying to just showcase their expertise about a particular topic, and they're always looking for other shows to be on. If you're going to use the same kind of strategy for getting guests on your shows, you're going to want to create that list, the top 50, top 100, who would you like to be on on your list, your dream list, and other people that you know of that would be great guests. Do your research, make your pitch, make it compelling, to the point, simple, One email, y'all. One email. (laughs) You know, you can always follow up, but you want to get your pitch in that very first email. And then think about who you're pitching. Now, we all want that dream guest to be on on our podcast, right? I would love for Gary Vaynerchuk to be on the podcast. And it is one of my goals for that to happen. But I also want you to think about those with a smaller but extremely loyal fan base. They might even be a better fit for your show. Speaking of guests, do you like that little segue there? (laughs) I'm going to start doing a few interviews on upcoming episodes for the creative cast. Hopefully, we're going to be starting those sometime next month. So if you're a faith-based podcaster and you want to be a guest on the creative cast, let me know. You can DM me on Instagram or you can email me at support at com. Now, again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. I love to answer questions. I love to help you guys out how to spread God's word and create new content and all those wonderful things. And, and you can also leave a comment on the website as well. So some other 
news. Last week, I mentioned the new Apple subscription plan that they're launching next month. One of the main things that I noticed when doing a quick little bit of research on it was the fee associated with it. Y'all, the fee is a 30% cut. That's crazy. I could see some value in it if maybe the majority of your listenership is coming from Apple Podcasts. The jury's still kind of out on it, at least for me. I'm an Apple girl, y'all. I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know, the other thing is that they aren't providing names and email addresses for a way to communicate with their listenership, with the patrons. Although, you can subscribe to their subscriptions to a podcast subscription with just the tap of a button. So they make it really easy on that side of it. Now, like I said, for me, the jury's still kind of out on this. I haven't completely made up my mind whether I like it or not. In my opinion, Patreon is still the leader on this monetization model. But Spotify and Anchor have entered the chat. (laughs) So Spotify announced just the other day, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, that They will soon let podcasters on Anchor, so if you have a podcast hosting account with Anchor, you'll be able to offer subscriptions to your shows. So the waitlist opened earlier this week, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes. So if you're interested in doing that, you can go and sign up for this. The key thing for me, the key takeaway, was that their sticker price is going to be hard to beat. It's not going to charge creators until 2023, so two years. And after that, it's only going to take 5% of it. That's that's not bad. It's really not. So a main trade-off between the two, between Spotify slash Anchor and Apple, is really going to be the subscription process itself. Like I said, on Apple Podcasts, listeners can subscribe with the tap of a button. Spotify isn't quite as easy. It's not going to let you subscribe directly within the app instead of routing you to a separate site. But those who prefer to listen anywhere other than Spotify will be given a private RSS feed. Basically, the creator-subscriber relationship is pretty much the same as Apple's. No names or email addresses will be provided. But Anchor was prepared to avoid that criticism. And they said, we expect to add functionality in the near future so that it enables creators to contact their subscriber base directly. So this is really quickly becoming a very popular monetization model and kind of moving away from the sponsored ads. So it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how it all plays out. And I'm going to be doing a full episode on it probably next month. So stay tuned for that. Well, that's about all the time we have together this week. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Please don't forget to go over to your favorite podcast player, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so others can find out about the Creative Cast. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. Y'all, I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me or find me on Instagram. So next week on the show, I'm going to be talking all about editing, when you should do it yourself when you should hire an editor or producer. What kind of software should you be using for the editing process? What's my editing process? So I'm going to take a much deeper dive than I have in the past into editing. So it's definitely going to be a show. If you're editing your own or you're thinking about hiring an editor, definitely want you to listen in next week when I talk all about that. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you next Friday. Bye, y'all.